Welcome back to episode 70 of The Lost Dial, powered by allnoiseradio.com. And by the way, Sterling, I love you more than Gary Busey. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> song that's getting us into so much trouble. <laughs> we shall see. Um, on a lighter note, well, I guess I can't really say it's a lighter note. <clears throat> I want to play something you something. Heavy. I want to play the audience something. But oh, it's, right, right. It's yeah. definitely something for you, and it's going to get. It's going to revise your excitement for what is to come. Well, for you, other people already know what's to come, except for what's to come in July. They don't know that yet. But you're missing out on a big piece of the puzzle. But right you, now, you're sounding like that uh, Hyundai commercial. I think it's for Hyundai. It's like <laughs> we know what you know. You, have you seen that commercial? Yeah. Oh, they're, like, they're like harassing this guy, yeah, because... It's like, we know you know. Yeah. Like, I don't, oh, man, I love that commercial. Driving a Hyundai might make you feel like you know something that everybody else doesn't. Uh. Oh, I love it. Anyway, go on. Yes, so this is for you because you are quasi up to date, but it's going to get you... Oh, me personally. Yes, okay. it's really going to get you jazzed. It's going to get everybody jazzed uh, if you're all in the same boat, and I know some of you are. So... Here we go. Because you know. Here we go. Yes, here we go. Y'all go home. Please don't do this. Mike, you don't have to do this. Yeah, unfortunately, I do, Walton. Downstairs. I'll oh. cook. I'll cook for free, and there won't be any more trouble, I promise you. No. Okay, if I could just talk to Gus. No. I know I can make him understand, please. If no. I can talk to Gus, I can, I can convince him, okay? Just let me, please, please, please let me talk to him. Shut up! Shut up. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'll give you Jesse Pinkman, okay? Like you said, he's the problem. He's always been the problem. And without him, we would... And he's, he's in town, all right? He's, he's not in Virginia or wherever the hell you're looking for him. He's right here in Albuquerque, and I could take you to him. I'll take you right to him. Huh? What do you say? Where is he? Right now. You give me an address. I, I don't know. He's, he, moves, he moves around, but if, if you let me call him... I... No, no, please. No, I just... My phone. I, I'll just... It's just my phone. I'll call him, and I'll have him meet me. Right? Okay? Okay? Okay. 
up to old tricks of the trade. Oh, okay, yeah. Right about to take a hit off his meth pipe. When suddenly the phone rings. Ah, perfect. You're actually reading the script, aren't you? <laughs> this is all a build-up to one of Walter Stop. White's greatest lines. Did you do it? No, I didn't do it. I can't now. It's gonna have to be you. What? No way, man. Listen to me. You're closer than we are. You'll have about a 20 minute lead. They've got me at the laundry and they're going to kill me. Jesse, do it now! Son do it, bitch! Do it fast! Do it, Jesse! Do it! Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. What the hell was that exactly? You might want to hold off. Yeah? Why? Because your boss is going to need me. 6353 Juan Tabo, Apartment 6. Uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming, folks. July. Well, not the. Uh, not not Resolution not what's that. after that uh but uh yeah july 15th i believe <clears throat> big day hopefully i'd be caught up by then your boss is gonna need me oh, <laughs> oh walter white <clears throat> or brian cranston should i say <laughs> interesting facts this is what kills me okay. this, this is this is for real too What's his face? Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Mm -hmm. Ashton Kutcher makes 900 and something thousand dollars an episode. For two and a half men. For two and a half men. That's close to a million dollars an episode. Fan or no fan of two and a half men, Brian Cranston makes... $150,000 an episode for Breaking Bad. John Hamm makes $175,000 an episode for Mad Men. Ashton Kutcher makes a little shy of a million dollars an episode. Hmm. Why? How? Yeah. Network TV. You you can't you can't sit there and tell me that that's fair. <clears throat> I wouldn't say that it is, but the reason why I'm just how I'm, much does how much does John Cryer make an episode of Two and a Half Men? Maybe not as much, no, but probably def- close. You think so? Yeah, it's probably close because you'll make more money on that. How TV. about Angus T. Beef? Oh, <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> beef. Well, but yeah, um, again, it would probably Angus hover Jones. Around. They'll probably hover around the same amount. I'm guessing. God, but it's, it's just, network TV. That's why. But I mean, this is this is supposed to be art, still, right? It is. And I mean, what they do compared to what Ashton Kutcher does. I understand. I understand <sighs> your your conflict. Um, mm-hmm. And there's like a a bunch of reasons why he's getting paid more money for. I mean, 
let's just call it hack work. Because, <laughs> as you know, I'm not really a fan of the show. No. So, But I'm just taking into consideration other shows like it But as you well, are a like, fan of network TV. Yes. So I'm not going to, you know, dodge that or try to, it's like, hey, well, you know, but yeah, I am a fan of network TV. I do follow it partially because it's kind of my job now. <laughs> I mean, I'm an entertainment enthusiast. Mm. I have to, you know, uh, check in on shows, cable TV, network TV. <clears throat> of course, it's a lot harder with cable TV because there's so many more shows out there. And I'm not going to watch all of them. In the, in the grand scheme of things, um, I would say that uh, Brian Cranston and John Hamm are being paid accurately. Mm-hmm. That's still a lot of money. I mean, they, they put their heart and soul into that. I think where it is rewarding for them, they're the ones getting the Emmys, the, the awards, just in general. Uh, Not course, Ashton of course, Cooch. <laughs> of course, I mean they have the you know the drama category and the you know uh, comedies, um, but that's something that's been uh, being debated in the last few years. That cable networks—they're the ones that are actually taking these awards lately, um, especially when it comes to drama because it's AMC that's winning, it's HBO that's winning. Mm. Uh, when it comes to dramas for network, they're not winning as much. Right. Um, when it comes to best drama, best acting, uh, writing. All of those are lately, they've been going to the cable shows. And maybe that kind of makes up for the, the lack in pay. Right. So, I mean, I, I, guess, I guess if it was, if it was that unreasonable, Brian Cranston would say, screw you guys, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Take your show and shove it. But It's also for the love of the art. Sometimes you don't really care what you're getting paid. I mean, you want to get paid, but... It's how much you're doing quality work. So if you're doing quality work and you're doing what you love, you almost almost don't care. Just like we do this show for free, but we love (laughs) we're we're love that we're doing it. So we're not really you know too bummed that we're not getting anything for it because we're just you know enjoying the craft of sitting here. The art, the (laughs) art of sitting around and And muckety mucketing, trying uh, to find ways to fill up two hours of time. Palaver, um. Yeah, yeah. But then, as I was saying before, it's network TV. So with network TV, and this is why I made a big deal about it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they got they have a lot the, more funds at their disposal. Exactly. A lot more advertisers, they go for the network television. Because once upon a time, a lot of people didn't have as much cable you know, <laughs> channels as we do now. So, And it still happens. Networks are... They once go upon a time, the, there was no such thing as the gopher channel. <laughs> <laughs> TV for dogs. <laughs> golf network oh, God. Yeah. actually we were showing movies the other day as I was going through the, the guide list that's because even they know golf is so lame that they have to show something else to exactly. uh, bring in the... I'm glad the weather channel stopped doing that <laughs> and I do watch the weather channel I guess a little more than I feel I should but... local on the 8's exactly. I, I think to... it should be local on the What's some other... 18's maybe but I need it every 10 <laughs> minutes because things change I believe yeah, there's so... tornadoes out there and I need to know <laughs> Is it here uh, yet? Oh, God. <laughs> uh. But, yeah, network TV, they, um, due to their everyone having network channels, that's why. But then again, with, you know, my, my bickering about or my, uh, my um, absolute astonishment at uh, how much they make an episode, because of these little episodes that they've been doing, 
Uh, John Hamm is popping up in some uh, pretty big films. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Cranston is popping up and doing some appearances in some films. How much are they making to do those appearances? Uh, it depends on <clears throat> the production. Per, per, yeah, it depends on what the, the show is. Because the first time I actually saw Brian Cranston was on How I Met Your Mother. Because he, he did that. He still had hair back then. <laughs> um, but even before that, he was on what? Um, Malcolm in the Middle? Was he on that show? Yeah. yeah. He was the dad. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much he was making then, but uh, I, I almost, almost would want to bet that it would be more than what he's making on Breaking Bad. Almost. Have you ever seen The Town? <laughs> yes, I've seen The Town. Ben, John Hamm was Ben Affleck's uh, repulsive milking of uh, Boston movies and just, you know. Have you seen it? Yeah, I did just see it recently the other day. You didn't like it? Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of about it too, but it wasn't I bad. think Affleck's kind of a loser. I don't know. He's a, he's, he's a he's, bum. He's getting better <clears throat> with what, you know, back in the Gili days. <laughs> Gili. But, uh, yeah, John Hamm. Uh, how much should he make for that role? Or how about... That crazy banging scene in um, <laughs> Bridesmaids. <laughs> oh my god! I love when that's, he does. That's a scene that uh, when your mom walks in and you're. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's. That's Don Draper. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love that he does comedy. Um, yeah. Because he's you know he's just so super serious. The hooks. <laughs> and um, and Ma- and Mad Men, but then when he does comedy, like. I love when he just randomly shows up on Saturday Night Live, and that's one of the little you know rewards for watching it, for me anyway, because mm. everyone says like, "Oh man, it's lame. It hasn't been the same since whenever ago. It's been like that every year." Everybody Twenty-five years ago, everybody says that. But I love when um, he just randomly shows up, and I'm like, "Brilliant!" Now mm. this show is awesome. brilliant, 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 <laughs> brilliant, just <laughs> absolute brilliance. Because I mean, he just does no wrong in that show. I love when he's on there. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's. I don't know how much he gets paid to do that. I don't know if they if he even cares. Because mm. to me, I don't care if he gets paid. I'm sure he does. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, it must be in his contract being like part of a union. Yeah. But I don't know. He's just a great guy. Johnny Ham. <laughs> He's quite the ham. Um, but it's uh, you mentioned you brought up. Um, Two and a Half Men. I actually have Charlie Sheen written down on here. Ah. Because, uh... The Sheenmeister. His show is coming up soon, which I'm not planning on watching. You, you will watch. I might, you I might will watch, watch the episode, the first one, just to... Just the series to premiere. But, uh, his show, Anger Management. And he had recently did an interview, I don't know with who, but he had talked about that. If... Whether or not the show does well or not, this is probably going to be his swan song. It's probably going to be his last... Because he's been doing entertainment or doing TV or movies, whatever. He's been doing it for 30 years. Swan song. And if the show does well, then, hey, it'll do well and whatever. If not, then it will get canceled and he'll just move on. But what I didn't know is that uh, FX gave it a 10-episode order. So if it does well. Oh, that's right. It's going to be on FX. Right. If it does well, and it will segue into, I guess, something else you want to bring up. But if it does well, uh, they'll automatically give him another 90 episodes. After you know the ten, which is the same deal that Tyler Perry got for his shows mm. on uh, TBS. So, just throwing that out there. Tyler Perry's 
uh, his number of shows, Meet the Browns, um, House of Pain. Oh, yeah, How, the House of Pain was the one. That I was the first one that just, <clears throat> I mean, I think they ordered like 50 episodes and then another 50, and that was crazy. But. Barf, barf, barf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I admit, I, I didn't care for those shows at all. Um, <clears throat> they, it it was another type of, uh, let's call it dramedy. Some people should be put in prison and reformed for the things they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's harsh. That's that's very harsh. <laughs> uh, All I'm oh saying boy. was I didn't. It, it seemed too cheesy to be funny to me, and uh, I don't know. Again, I love his his work ethic. He directed, I think, most of the episodes. He wrote most of the episodes. I mean, this guy is a hardworking man. It's too bad half of the things he comes out with seem kind of lame. He's hardworking because he he sits around with a pen and a piece of paper. <laughs> I mean, he's writing stuff. It is hard. My hand cramps. Like, I'm writing something right now, and I'm writing it freehand, you know, like, and... <laughs> You've been I drawing get, a spider web. I, I get on a roll. You should see the the, the pad that I'm writing my, my, my book in, and, oh, my God, my hand cramps up so bad because I'll be like, I, I get into something exciting that I'm happy about, and I'm, and I'm like, writing like a... So this book you're writing, you are handwriting it? Mm. And then I'm going to have to go back and type it, and it's going to be that, a bastard. I don't know. That I, I feel like I just can't do. Um, I mean, I've, I mean, I had to do it like back in high school and whatever. I had to you know, handwrite it first, but I always, always would hate having to go back to rewrite it and retype it, which is all part of the rewriting process. I write better writing like that. When I, I've tried to sit down, and, and I've had these great ideas, and I sit down with a keyboard. Mm-hmm. And it dies quickly. You're, you're right. It's something about it. It dies quick. You're right. <clears throat> I do agree with you there because when it comes to writing, what is that? Why is that? Because with um, I can't explain it. I can when I when I think it in terms of poetry because I can write poetry handwritten and then go back and type it and even still it doesn't even seem like right it. going about trying to create some poetry and Not doing a, it on a screen. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't and unless you're like that's like sacrilege. <laughs> it kind of sort of is. And I'm, I mean, I even see uh, good rappers that do it. Um, like Nas, for example, I've seen like notebooks that he's, mm. he, he writes right. handwritten first and then goes, I don't know what he does after that. Maybe just does it. He goes back and he studio. rewrites it, but just in better uh, penmanship. Right. <laughs> so he can read it. I mean, he makes it legible. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I, I've actually done that before where I've rewritten some of my poetry still, you know, on paper. And, but... Sometimes I do, well, most of the times I actually do end up putting it on screen because I want to share it with other people uh, so they can read it for themselves. So that's the only time that it doesn't seem so bad. I just have to get used to seeing it on the screen. But I know what you, in the creative process, I do have to write it It loses out its creativeness. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think... I would, I would disagree <clears throat> to, a, to a point, only because... I'm creating it, and I need to feel. I need to feel my hand dragging across the paper. I need to. No, that's what I mean. Like that part. That yes. that feels like you're. You know, you are. You are creating art. Right. But when you take this idea and never, you know, pick up a pen, but you sit down at that keyboard in front of that screen, and then you create it that way. It doesn't. Yeah, it does not feel. It loses its luster. Uh, the The idea does, uh, yeah. The only it's... time that doesn't bother me is when I'm script writing. That's the only time where I can yeah, actually. Yeah, uh, all right, I, I can see that. Yeah. Because that, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many, so much formatting going on R- involved. 
Right. I mean, you can do it with, you know, pen and paper, but it's much easier for me to yeah. do it on a screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, when it comes to poetry or maybe even just jotting down ideas for maybe a short story or something, I feel better doing that with pen and paper because I like to see the ink. I like to feel, you know, the, the little the ball cramp, on the pen. The cramp. The cramp. My hand <laughs> cramps like a mother. After how long? <clears throat> well, it's just like I, I'm a very... Uh, I, I don't need to press down so hard, but I do, and my hand gets tense. And like when I'm, you know, I'm I'm building up to something or something crazy's going on, and I just I bear down harder and harder, and, and 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 my palm like tightens up. Does and it like, lose legibility because you're writing so hard? Or no, maybe it, so it, it makes it it makes it bolder. Hmm. <laughs> bold. This is bold. This I is so this bold. bold. <laughs> Not only is it incredible writing. It is bold. Before it gets mm. to that moment, is it like less bold or is it just kind of just normal writing? It's not less bold. It's just you can't uh, read it in Braille on the other side of the page <laughs> as well. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's, um, that's pretty much. That, okay. I've, I've never had to <clears> do that. At, um, it's weird, though, because I'll look at my own handwriting and there are some days my penmanship is just awesome. Like, wow that's wonderfully written. And then there's other days I go back and it just looks like scribbles as if, and I'm trying to figure out what was, was I really excited about what is I, what I was writing about? Or maybe I was like hopped up on caffeine or <laughs> what was going on? Why is one thing looking half cursive and the other thing is hopped just, up on bath salts. <laughs> yeah. The bath salts, you know, sometimes that, that influences oh, your, those damn bath salts. your penmanship. Um, Mm-mm. but yeah, I never understood that happens because even the notes that I took today, it's, I would say it's more on the the better side of my handwriting. I'd say this is more on the uh, clockwork orange crazy side. Hmm. No, it's not that bad. There's been worse. <laughs> no, what 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 I'd like to know, and and maybe a, a psychiatrist could could explain it, because um, I wonder is it like is it my my crazy ego bursting through? Like when you sit there, or, or anybody, when you sit there and like you just do your signature over and over and over again. Yeah, I know a lot of people do that too. Yeah, you know, like over and over and over again. Does that mean you're like infatuated with yourself? I'd like to hear what a psychiatrist has mm. to say about that. I would say that you're mm. practicing. In my mind, what I was doing, uh, at least when I was a kid, I remember doing this. I was always practicing my signature because I remember seeing celebrities do it, like when they're signing autographs. Mm. So I was trying to do it as fast as I could. If like I had a whole line of people, it's like, well, I've got to figure out a faster way to do it. And other times, yes, I am a little bit infatuated. You were preparing myself. for your... <laughs> yes, I was preparing. I was practicing. I was like, okay, I got to do it. I have, and for some, somehow, I you know, made a trademark way to do my signature. Like when I make my T's a certain way. And some people say it looks like a fish. So, whatever. Um, what would Sigmund Freud say about over and over and over and over and over and over again? It would be a little bit of conceit, I'm sure. But who doesn't practice their signature? I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess that's, uh, yeah. And I had, um, I was actually noticing that with someone, uh, as I was signing like contracts the other day for, uh, <laughs> uh, a new venture. Um, and the other person, it was just barely a scribble. It didn't look anything like her name. Just like, just a little scribble. I'm like, wow, you barely put any effort into that. And she's like, well, yeah, I've been signing these contracts for like six years. So, <laughs> At, at some point, I just it just no longer I no longer care. I think that would be the best part of being the POTUS. 
or or being a doctor. Company. Yeah, just you know, signing. I'll say more so. It's a huge part of the job. I'll say more so, POTUS than a doctor, because I mean that's something that generations are going to look back. That means something, yeah. damn it! It's, you're going to look back on that mm. and like your kids' kids are going to look at it and like, wow, he signed that. That means that that is now a law or whatever it is. Whereas a doctor, I mean, that's a doctor. It's funny that uh, um, the average Joe with most doctors could never, ever in a million years understand what that scribble means, but a pharmacist can. Right. A pharmacist reads in scribble. They can... <laughs> For that matter, why can't we get away with it? Just, you know, signing our own prescriptions and <clears throat> just get the pad and then just do a quick, I don't know, a couple yeah. M's or W's, it's, whatever it's, it is. It's complete craziness. Um, but the only thing that we don't have, if people think it would be so sweet to steal a, a, a prescription pad, mm. but... Uh, I believe that they have to write their own code, their 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 numbers, mm. their license numbers. The the important the important digits must be written by hand by the doctor. Something I don't I don't think too. I don't think that can be printed up in the you know up in the top with the name and blah blah blah. I think that's what makes it legit. Other than the watermark and this and that and this and that, it probably has to be mm. legible too. So that way they know it's not you know counterfeit. Someone trying to get some uh, medicated bath salts, so <laughs> for that higher high. <laughs> uh, Don't get too high; you might float away. <laughs> uh, and I, um, yeah, that is. If you don't have thing. any gorilla glue, you might fall off. Oh, gorilla glue. <laughs> I haven't used. Oh, I was trying to use that to keep the little plastic from peeling off my phone. Yeah. It it kind of helps. Just get a new phone. Everybody else is going. I don't want to. I, I'm mm -hmm. not like other people who, um, and by other people, I kind of mean my sister. Every like six months or so, when a yeah. new phone comes out, but she works for Verizon anyway. We're so. in an age of 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 excess and uh, just waste. I haven't just... seen her with a new with a phone longer than a year. Like she always is part of. The, I guess maybe it's part of the perk of of working at a phone company where she can you know upgrade to a new phone. And it kind of helps because she's able to recommend it better because she actually uses it. I'm like, well, I like this phone. She didn't like the iPhone, so she's she sticks to you know, <laughs> droids or whatever. Um, Droid, which is yeah, what I have. And I don't mm -hmm. feel the need to upgrade unless you know something is really wrong with it, and I need to. When your when your phone goes off, it sounds like a little um, a little electric fart. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the only way I can. can you mean the, when it, the vibrating or the actual droid part? No, the, 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 it makes like a, a noise and then vibrates. I don't know. It's, it's a little electric <laughs> fart. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, it does happen. And I mean, mm. it scares me even like when I'm waiting for a text message or even a phone call and I almost can't have the phone on me because if it vibrates like that, is going to terrify me for like. That's the reason Wendy had a seizure one day and 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 knocked her chin off the table because the little fart over there and she start it startled. Was it my phone? No, I don't know. I don't really know what the reason is why she seizured, but oh, she's she's Wendy. She has those just falls sometimes. It's Wendy. I think it's about time to pay some bills. Indeed, it is. I love you more than Gary Busey. Won't play, but you'll keep singing it. I see where that's going. That's Number good. 70. We will return. All Noise Radio Lost Style? Yeah.
Yak, don't talk back. This is the 70th most powerful <laughs> podcast on the planet. This is episode 70 of the Lost Dial, powered by All Noise Radio. I didn't even get into uh, my uh, um, Jim Hamilton's ghost theory. Really? <laughs> Well, before we jump into that, I just want to throw in real quick. Welcome uh, we back, everybody. Yeah, welcome back. We haben't done it in a while, but. Um, there's still she's still supporting us chic boutique uh, um 900 grand ave new haven connecticut d2bd chic boutique d2bd.com I, I know it like you know like it. that good job very mm. very good very and good. i don't even care about shoes no nope, don't care about <laughs> shoes our shoe lover she's no i like shoes i just like guys shoes look at those those are sweet those are like those are wearing, different. Those they're are like orange. wearing socks i don't know, I don't know there, are, there is orange in there you see that okay yeah i see i see i don't know if she will be doing any any uh men's shoes i have to ask her and for all i know maybe i'll just you know ask her if she'd like to be on the show sometime or call in or something um but yeah chic boutique it's in new haven it's also online so go check it out she's also on instagram and twitter she's all over the social networks uh, dare to be different that's that's her uh her creed her that's motto. her creed that's her motto as well as ours yeah we, we dare to be different. We, we're trying to, you know, do something different. We are trying so hard to... <laughs> <laughs> With our unconventional, unorthodox show here. Yes. Um, and, of course, all these different ways to contact us, and I'm, I keep meaning to do this in every episode so people will remember. Um, our phone number, 860-342-8423, loststyle.podbean.com, the lost style at uh, gmail.com is how you can email us. Uh, Facebook um, slash the LD crew. Yes. <laughs> and lost Style or at lost Style is our Twitter handle. Um, and July 21st, there's a car wash 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Ace Hardware, Middletown, 480 South Main Street. Five bucks. Mention us and you'll get free snacks and soda or a free snack and soda. We usually have snacks and soda. So mention to Sterling that you love him more than Gary Busey, <laughs> and he will do the car for free by himself mm. with his shirt off. No, no, I'm <laughs> not going to sign off on that one because I usually try to avoid washing the cars altogether. Oh, like I God. might jump in to help like, dry them, but I'm mostly there to to collect the funds and and uh, promote the church itself. The church is Grace and Mercy, we're on uh, 120 Washington Street. Also in Middletown, Connecticut. In the city of Middletown. Oh, six, four, five, seven. I don't know. It seemed like a good place to In the county of Middlesex, <laughs> state of Connecticut. <laughs> On the East Coast. Mm -mm. Okay. Sterling Silver knows how to party. I guess. In the city. The city of Meriden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Mm. God almighty. The ghost of Jim Hamilton. I think uh, that is, uh, he finally set a curse upon this place. How so? Just he, he decided now was a good time to do it, and that's why everything's going haywire. Mm. <clears throat> and lights are off, although they just turn them off. But yeah. I mean, this is, this is the, and you know, really, honestly, we've done 70 shows and pretty much 
nothing has gone wrong. Mm. Right? I mean, you well, got, for the most other, part. Other than the, the Spanish station leaking in. Which, for the most part, there ain't never been an issue. Things run mm. mostly smoothly. But, I mean, even from the technical side of things, because I'm not sure if you remember as well as I do, because I you know, have to deal with these <laughs> things. But there are issues that do come about. Um, and he, he's doing the, well. The episode that we lost, um, the last segment. Oh, uh, yeah. That was your fault, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm kidding. I like to joke. That was um, your fault. You're bad. It's a... Uh, <laughs> trying to make an invader zim joke there but i kind of anyway shouts to jim hamilton if you uh if you still uh if you still listen in if you ever did <laughs> yeah, you know he's a, he's a he, good guy yeah, I, he I, I, I miss he was his... here for the uh the party oh was he yeah so uh, we got to chat a little bit i i miss his um i miss the darker side of jim hamilton <laughs> <laughs> he's a good man but i think it is the uh the ghost i wrote down the ghost of Jim Hamilton, otherwise known as Jim Hamilton's ghost, has wow. recently put a curse on CSB. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't, the ghost formerly known as... <laughs> <laughs> Though he was a... He was a... Uh, I don't even... I'm speechless. I am without speech. Uh, it happens. Hard, hard to do that with uh, radio, too. It happens. Um, <clears throat> speaking of ghosts that actually could be haunting us now, uh, the other big news that happened this weekend. The ghost of Barbara Pratt Lee. <laughs> Lee Pratt. No, no Pratt she's Lee. still very well. Well, so is Jim Hamilton, but still. I was actually you know. talking about somebody who actually died, for real. Hmm? Rodney King? No. Yes. Yes. He did? Yes. He was found um, dead in a swimming pool. Get out of here. When? Uh, it was either late Saturday or Sunday morning. But that's I got a text message from foul play. Do they think? Nope. They said no foul play. Um, his fiance did say that he had been drinking all yeah. day. So that's, yeah. But he was found in his swimming pool. I'm assuming Sunday morning. I don't this know. Uh, it's funny because it comes right after the uh, the whole anniversary. Anniversary, yeah. And that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, that's. that's he held on long enough to see 20 years. Was it the 20th anniversary? I think it was 20. Wait, yeah, it was 20. It was 92. So I had to do a wow. little math there. But Rest yeah. in peace, Rodney King. Wow, 47. that's a... Uh, Jesus. It was 47. Um, it, was, uh, Maybe, and it was interesting 47, but he still needs swimmies hmm. to hold him up. <laughs> well, he, he had been getting in trouble with, with alcohol, I believe, hmm. lately. Um, drinking a lot, and um, I, think, I think he even got like a DWI so, recently. Hmm. But uh, yeah, that's... It was does he still, does he still live in L.A.? Or did he? Uh, I don't know. His that, own pool? Yeah, he was at home. So that's why people weren't really sure. Uh, you know, like foul play, but, you know, police ruled that out. Um, and his fiance said, you've been drinking, so I guess just put the drinking. Where was she? I guess she must have been in the house. I don't know. I didn't read the entire, like, article. She found him, though? She walked out? And... I'd assume. Rodney! <laughs> I just, if, if anything, I read like the, the headline because I got the text message on Sunday morning and I'm like, wow, that's, that's random and kind of crazy. Yeah. And I just read a little I'm bit very earlier, earlier today. I don't know what shocks me more, the Topher Grace or... Rodney King. Definitely Rodney King. I feel, mm. I feel a little better knowing that I have news every week that kind of shocks you. 
Oh, Jesus. Don't don't bring up Lane. No, you're still not. Uh, but the nice thing it that still I, haunts my dreams. The nice thing that I, that I read about that, though, is how uh, other people that watch the show kind of reacted as if he was an actual real person, like the way that. The way I, that I took it as that. I took it as that. And so did I. I actually genuinely felt kind of sad about everything. That uh, whole event, it was just that. Like All I think of is, is better times, like when he took that steak and he's like, look at my Texas belt buckle. <laughs> the funny thing is that... Um, he thinks we're homosexuals. <laughs> there, there's better a, times, you know. There's a whole... Um, 75% of our billings. Twitter community <laughs> based on these characters. Like they actually have oh, a uh, Don Draper Twitter account. Fat Betty. Uh, Fat Betty. Yeah. Um, and now there's a ghost of Lane Price. Really? Account. Yes. <laughs> And he counted down like his favorite women. How come I don't love Twitter? Like you know, because hey, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not for everybody. I tell that to everybody <sighs> that Twitter is not for everyone. Um, but there are little things about it that really make me enjoy. I get excited Twitter. about it sometimes, but I, that excitement it kind of just goes it, away. Yeah, it vanishes. And I I understand that because there are like. There's fads and like maybe games or something a lot of people like to play, like Words with Friends. Everyone was crazy about that. Even mm. I was crazy about it, but I don't yeah. play it anymore. Yeah. Um, and every once in a while, somebody might challenge me to a game. We'll play, <laughs> and all of a sudden, they quit halfway through. And I'm like, see, this is why I don't want to play anymore. Um, plus, now everyone's pretty much known or figured out all the words uh, that you can make. And words that you was like, I didn't even know that was a word. Everybody knows us already now. <clears throat> um, but the game that I'm still hanging on to is Angry Birds. I have four versions really? of it on my phone. Um, but I quit after the fourth level. After the fourth level, <laughs> that was really far. Um, so those ice blocks or whatever, I, I don't like them. I, this is a good segue for something I, I, that I had written down earlier. Um, draw something. That's the other big fad. I think I, I want to say it's dying out. I don't hear much. Draw about something. It. Yeah, a lot of people have been getting into that game. Oh, they oh. were trying to get me to get into it, but I was like, no, I'm just not, I'm not interested. Uh, but they're making that into a game show for CBS. I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but we're, we're oh, going to find out. I don't have more in, info on that. I just saw the headline. I'm like, seriously? Uh, why? That's coming. So <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> well, I know why, because I guess it's such an insanely successful uh can't can't, can't they just let sleeping dogs lie sometimes? You know what I mean? Well, this dog wasn't sleeping; it was barking. So apparently, some executives <laughs> thought, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna cash in on this, and we're gonna make it the next big game show." I guess. Can't we not cash in all the time? <laughs> can't we just let barking dogs bark? <laughs> just leave it at that. Uh, I'm so sick of, of of all this cashing in constantly. Just stop killing. Stop killing good that, things. That's what America is built on. It's built on cashing in. It's built on. We got to remake RoboCop. You know, come on, <laughs> stop, trying. people, stop. Just stop. They're cashing in on that. They it's like mm. robots are in again, or they're trying to make them in. Got the Robo Apocalypse coming up. I still haven't seen a trailer for that yet, but that's coming next year. I mean, a movie. I'm you not saying the all the effing money. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we got that to, oh, to contend boy. with. Um, but yeah, that's, that, that's what's, what it's coming down to. Uh, uh, cell phone apps and um, Twitter uh, accounts being made into shows. So that, that's... It's the, way of, it's the way of the nation. Right. But that, that's something for you, though, to go look, look into. Uh, Don has a Twitter account. Um, Peggy has one. Uh, Fat Betty. 
There's who actually, you, I think, who a do you think is behind all this? Devout fans, <laughs> but they're they're actually really good. They're they're really well timed. As long as they do it well, I mean, because sometimes it, they tweet during the show, or they did tweet during the show. Or they tweet maybe a couple days after. Yeah. I mean, they they keep it going, so that way you're not just looking in. Does you know, Sally Draper have? Yep, a, she has really. One. Uh, oh creepy boy. Glenn. In fact, Glenn. that's that's his. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's why I keep calling him Creepy Glenn because that's his. That's his name. That's creepy his name, Glenn. Creepy Glenn. <laughs> and he'll say, actually, he'll tweet <laughs> creepy things. <laughs> oh my god! Matter of fact, I should probably try to look one, mm. look up his account. Yeah. See, if I can, uh, see, see if there's anything funny in there. I'd love, I'd love, I'd love a piece of this. <laughs> Dude, he calls. It's a guy in a. He looks like. Uh, yeah, that's, Fred Rogers. That's the it looks like Mr. Rogers sitting Man. on a toilet. But yeah, I need to go find an episode for you to, to check out just to start it. Um, Creepy Glenn. I don't know if Glenn has two ends or one. Doug Mand. Yeah. Hmm. Oops, wow. It would help if I spelled creepy right. <laughs> I know, I know. Sorry. Creepy Glenn. Let's see here, creepy Glenn. Hopefully, it doesn't make me sign in first. Oh, I uh, shouldn't have to. Maybe because I didn't spell it right. Shouldn't the internet fairies know by your fingerprints on the uh, on the keys? Ah, there we go, creepy Glenn. Oh, oh my God! Look at him on the phone. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> yes. That, oh boy, that picture. Um, <clears throat> oh, Glenn, oh, Glenn Bishop, creepy. Uh, trying to find a happy Father's Day, Don. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know Megan will want the lanyard that I'm making from the hairbrush in the bathroom. Uh, these must have been tweeted like during the show or maybe just before it. Uh, as we silently read, it's never wrong, never. Oh, because I totally. Remember when, um, wait, did you the, watch the, the what? I, what, which one? Will, uh, I know Megan will want the, the what? Uh, the lanyard? Yeah. What the hell's a lanyard? That's one of those, those things you have like the plastic pieces and you just tie them together. That you, I'm, you know, if you've seen from it. the hairbrush in the bathroom. <laughs> I'll say, you, you know what a lanyard is when you, when you saw it, but you probably didn't know that's what it's called. It's now I've got time to grow in my stash. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Creepy stash. Um, <laughs> Creepy Glenn says, you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. It's never a wrong number. And I remember, I think I know why he said that. It's <laughs> never a wrong number because Megan kept getting phone calls. Somebody breathing. <clears throat> hey, I just met you, and this may be crazy. <laughs> Strap me in and, and shook me, baby. Sh- shock me, baby. Yeah, shock me, baby. I, I heard another one um, with that stupid song. Uh, something about <laughs> this may be crazy, but I'm on bath salts and your face looks tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you'd appreciate oh, it's so that. So wrong, it's just <laughs> so wrong. <clears throat> Can I call you dad, Don? <laughs> what? Too soon? <laughs> <laughs> Mustache rides ten cents. Oh, oh. man, God Almighty! Uh, I've seen some <laughs> ready to drive that big black car. Lane, rest in peace. At Lane, rest in peace. Uh. Uh, 
<laughs> Ladies love my almost stash. <laughs> my almost stash. <laughs> oh, man. But Ma- yeah, you uh, join in on the Twitter fund. That's at uh, Creepy Glenn. This could be the start of a beautiful bromance, Don. But yeah, they all have <laughs> Twitter accounts, and now the ghost of Lane Price has one, too. Does a... Uh, how about... um? Um, oh. Joan, Jonah, does Joan, Joan ever say anything good? Um, I've never actually seen if she has one. Joan, okay. Joan Harris, Lane Price. Look <laughs> at Lane Price. Oh real boy. Quick. Well, his stopped at four, uh, June fourth. Uh, I don't know how to get to his. That's great. Oh, look He's, at that! It's ghostly one. Don's is, is it, Don's um, Twitter account is usually more. Uh, I don't. It seems more like him. It's just straightforward and brief. Just like Don speaks on the show. Get into the office, and you can't help Getting but read it and hear his voice saying it too. I can't believe Harry Crane hasn't asked for Lane Price's office yet. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, man. Why do we do this? <clears throat> oh, see man. how we're doing. Okay. But. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is this is good. I like this. I might uh, go check out some more tweets. How about um? How about check out um some Breaking Bad people? If they have, see if I'm afraid to. I guarantee I'm like, Walter White, because af- I feel like I'm gonna get spoiled with something. Well, how about just type it in and then cl- and then turn away, and I'll tell you if you can look or not, because I'd know. <laughs> uh, I can't believe Harry Crane hasn't asked for Lane Price's office. Okay, so he does have. Oh, boy. <laughs> He's a husband, father, high school chemistry teacher. Oh, he hasn't updated. <laughs> Sometimes since cook. 2009. Just trying to make ends meet. <laughs> so, 2009, that's the last time. Contact me, Jesse. <laughs> uh, they only had eight tweets, so. Don't spend any money. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, Mr. Heisenberg. <clears throat> so not much there. Yeah. Eh, what are you going to do? <sighs> well. That curiosity was satisfied. I'm good. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the other big event coming up. I don't know if you care about it at all. But I end up watching it just. I mean, because it's kind of fun. A little entertaining. But the Olympics are coming. Ah, yes. The Summer Olympics in jolly old London town. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's 75% of our billings. Oh, Lane, I miss you. But yeah, the Olympics are coming, so I I end up watching them. Because sometimes there's, well, it's summertime. There's really not much else on anyway. But it's entertaining to watch. And I can't help but root for USA or maybe Kenyans when they're running. So it's just part of... uh, Every four years of summer for me. I remember the first ones I watched. I think it was for, uh, what was it, 92? I don't remember. I can't do math. 
96. There should be a, uh, a, what do they call them? Each thing in the Olympics is a... Event? Event, yes. Uh, <laughs> Here we go again playing the game. There should be a event. No, this is going to be the dumbest thing I've ever said in my life, so forget it. Let's move on. <clears throat> oh, I was really waiting. I've been in, in the back of my head trying to like milk this Gary Busey thing, oh. and I'm, I'm going to stop. While I'm because I, I was I was hoping that you would say something <laughs> and I would be able to tell you that is an event. Yeah, mm. I'm still wondering. What's up with the the horse thing? The horse dancing. The horse dancing. There's a name for it. Uh, Mitt Romney likes it. He enjoys watching it. It's somebody's on a horse and the horse like like gallops oh. but in place. <clears throat> oh yes. It um, starts with an R. I don't know what it's called, but I think I might have heard something about it. And I recently saw something on like world news talking about how horses do certain things that they're not really built to do. And they showed like them like behind the scenes and them training and they're actually hurting the horses by making them yeah. do this certain kind of gallop or yeah. gant or something. I don't know what you want to call it, but I don't know if I'm describing the same thing, but yeah, I don't know. And I, I actually did recently see a little uh, political cartoon. Um, now that you mentioned the horse, well, Mitt Romney, I guess, liking to see horses dance. Is that what it is? Or, yeah, I got. I, I, I saw something amazing this morning. Uh, and and this this is going to go out. Yeah, dancing. But dancing it was a horses. little political cartoon mm. of. Um, <clears throat> I guess they're showing Mitt Romney's car and a horse was. Tied yeah, to the yeah, top yeah. Colbert did something. Okay, it was that. Colbert. That's yeah. what it was. I didn't watch yeah. it. I just saw the little yeah. clip of it. So, oh man, um, Mitt, oh, you are be... Mitt is a toolbox, but sometimes he really shines. As I said last week, he's fiber. <laughs> <laughs> Oops! No! 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 Whoops! No! 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 <laughs> yes. Oh no! Uh, God darn it all! Uh, I need a coaster. Oh boy, oh boy, so unorthodox. <clears throat> That's what we're calling whenever we're not. Oh, like, it's planned. too. It it it, ju it happened too soon. Uh, see, the thing that makes our show different than other shows, which this is something I actually realized, um, other shows will go back out and edit these, like yeah, these. Well, we don't we don't do this too often. That's that's why that I think true. I think seventy deserves to to be just just you know. It's a day we don't need to be so out. goddamn professional all the time. No dead air and 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 professionalism. You know, Tch, and dead air wouldn't be so bad mm. unless we actually had like music in the background and it wouldn't feel like dead air. I think that's why some shows also do that. Let, let me just. What do we got for time? Uh, there, there's a, a wonderful, wonderful store, and, and I don't even have time to get into it. Uh, it's, um, it's a convenience store, but it's much more than a convenience store. It's amazing. And New England, unfortunately, does not have it. It's called Wawa. It's a great mm. convenience store. I've never been to it, but <clears throat> there are a lot of... You've uh, had to have heard oh, yeah, how amazing heard. Wawa is. And apparently they have really great uh, iced tea. Yeah, they do. Everything, everything is, you want to go with the Wawa products, the iced tea, the milk, anything, you know, anything, you know, because everything, the Wawa products, it's all farm, you know, it's from a real farm in Pennsylvania, 
but I'd say ten years ago, I think we had one. Yeah, somebody least. told me that, but I remember seeing it like in Cromwell or something. I don't know. South Jersey, southeastern Pennsylvania, northern Delaware, maybe a little bit into Maryland, but not much, is the Wawa Empire. And it's amazing. And Mitt Romney is such a doink. And uh, they were really playing it up on uh, Morning Joseph this morning, him uh, going going ape about Wawa. But uh, they don't have that him doing his, you know, he was like really getting getting all worked up about Wawa. I just want to see what this is really quick. All I wanted was coffee. It's, um, I typed in trying to find Mitt Romney's spiel on a... Coffee? <clears throat> Oh, Wawa. Wawa in general. Maybe the, so they're in a Wawa. They're outside a Wawa. Oh, that's where this little conversation Cause he, Yeah, because he actually went to a Wawa in Pennsylvania yesterday or the day before, and he was just, he was, he was floored by, by Wawa, as anybody would be, because Wawa's amazing. Hmm. Yeah, one and, and this is just cool. stupid people's phone videos of... A crowd waiting for Mitt Romney. All right, stupid, stupid. Oh, so that's just that's what that particular thing was. was they were just waiting. For him. Yeah, but it's it's. I guess it's too soon because. Uh, when did this happen? Huh? When did this happen? When mm-hmm. did he visit a Wawa? <laughs> uh, either <laughs> either monumental event. Either yesterday or nah. Father's. Uh, well, yesterday was Father's yeah, Day. Yeah, yesterday was Father's Day. You have a good Father's Day. I did. Mm. It was amazing. I, not that I could show the audience what <laughs> she made for me, but it's it's adorable. You got a little card. Oh, it's so cute. Brings oh. a tear to my eye. Um, yeah. So anyway, maybe we'll get back to it. But it, his 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 tangent about how excited he is about Wawa, but he calls it Wawas. Wawas. Yeah. Everything Mid does is just wrong he's a doink <laughs> the only thing i like about mitt romney is that he has a house in new hampshire he spends a lot of money up there that's all i like that's about all. him other than that he sucks <clears throat> and by the way i think that stat that i was talking about a couple weeks ago i think uh new hampshire is the top state that have the most uh skinny dippers Oh, that's a great um, thing to... <laughs> <laughs> As we're talking about Mitt Romney. Great, more more great people segue. go skinny dipping in New Hampshire? Is that what it I is? I think so. I think that's what it was. I mean, it's a show that I really... I, I mean, that particular show I got that fact from. I don't really want to watch it again, but I'm pretty sure that was the fact that they talked about. Well, we used to go out and jump off of suspension bridges in the middle of the night in the dark <laughs> into oh, very shallow rivers. With clothes on? With clothes on, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Exactly qualified for you, but <laughs> there's that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a, yeah, an orthodox. It has been uh, unconventional amazing. Out uh, two hours. Thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> Thanks for uh, hanging in there on the uh, Topher Grace, <laughs> the Topher Grace podcast. <laughs> the uh, Alas Cage Hour. Uh, truly, uh, we do appreciate all the support and love. This is the seventieth episode of the lost dial on all noise radio.com and we thank you for listening and remember if the world <laughs> didn't suck we'd all fall off <laughs> <laughs> bye
Dial is brought to you by AllNoiseRadio.com and powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. To hear more Lost Dial, find us on iTunes and TheLostStylePodbean.com and listen to us anytime, anywhere. To contact us, email TheLostStyle at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheLDCrew and follow us on Twitter at TheLostStyle.